Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is sponsored by Freedom Mortgage, dedicated to veterans and your homeownership needs. Visit freedommortgage.com forward slash CBS Vets, NMLS 2767, Equal Housing Lender. And I'm joined now by Jared Watson and Phil Briggs, both of ConnectingVets.com. Connecting Vets every day. And last night, you guys connected with some vets and some world-famous musicians at the Vets Aid concert at Eagle Bank Arena. Backstage access, media passes. So we're going to find out what that whole experience was like. (laughs) So, Jared, Phil, when you guys show up to Eagle Bank Arena and you're getting ready to go in there, what was that like? It was a good day. You want to just kind of go chronologically through the day? Because, yeah, yeah. Um, we rolled up, and it was it. Well, it, let's just say, from I think it was kind of strange when you pull up and you see all the cars there, and then you realize, oh wait a minute, this is a university, George Mason. Mm. So uh, all those cars are students, are yeah. students <laughs> that are kind of in the way. We need you guys to finish class, go somewhere else, so that we can fill it up with people that are ready to rock. Yeah, we rolled in at like you know three o'clock before the show. Yeah, you know, three hours early, and you know the parking lots just like you said, totally packed. And I'm thinking, holy cow, they're gonna have a hundred thousand people at this show. And no, no, it wasn't was, wasn't quite. That. It was a bunch of ticked off students that we were trying to chew up all the parking. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but it worked out. I mean, no, like, totally. logistically, it seems like something that would be a nightmare. Um, but it, it it didn't turn out to be that way. I'm. Right. I just thought it was kind of different from any concert I've been to before. And you might have seen a crowd like that that early because when we're talking about who performed at Vets Aid, we're talking about Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, people who are headed that direction. Joe Walsh, of course, best known for his work with the Eagles as well as his solo projects. The Zac Brown Band, Keith Urban, Gary Clark Jr. Uh, That's an impressive list, and you guys got to interact with them once you did get in there, right? Yeah, let's let's go to the press conference. Yeah, so we Uh, rolled in. So we get there, we go to the press conference where we did see all the artists. It was Mm kind of weird. Like, we thought we'd, they said there's a QA. and a so we thought, oh, cool, we're going to throw questions out. And I'm ready to ask Keith Urban, like, hey, who takes longer to get ready? You or Nicole or, <laughs> you know, Gary Clark Jr. Like, y- y- you know, what's your favorite barbecue in Texas or something? Because he's, you know, just he likes barbecue. barbecue and he's yeah, from Texas. You, <laughs> um, you know, Zach Brown Band, what do you bench? Because he's just, he's built like a fire hydrant. But it was just Joe. Joe was the only one that but it was, we but could ask Joe's questions. But it was Joe's event. And it's it's the inaugural event that, that Joe really put a lot of time totally, into. Right. So. Totally. We get it. We totally get it. Uh, what I love is, though, jumping forward just a little bit, is none of these artists mailed it in. I can promise you that. Oh, so that geez. was great. But- yeah, wait, yeah, wait, wait till we get to the show descriptions. Yeah. Mind-blowing performances. But uh, we went backstage quickly and actually went to Joe's dressing room, got to hang out with him for a hot second, ask him a couple really cool questions. And um, uh, the, the coolest answer I think we got to a question was when we asked him, um, what's your advice or what kind of – 
words of wisdom can you give to a veteran that's feeling down right now, that's feeling like you know their headspace right. maybe isn't right, they think they're fighting this struggle alone? Um, what kind of inspiration can you give to that veteran? And he took a long, thoughtful pause and he just laid down. Uh, you got this on video, right? That, Absolutely. That's, yeah. Um, really cool. Just spoke from the heart. I mean, to the point where like kind of misty-eyed. You know, you're hearing... Grandpa Joe Walsh talk like that, like father figure to rock and roll gods. Right. And he's sitting there saying, you're not alone, man. There's a lot of you guys out there between the coasts. You're in small towns. You start to pull away. You start to think that there's no help and that there's no end in sight and that it, life is just going to get worse. And he's here to tell you it's not. And there's so many people that are here for you. The clip, the segment, just very powerful. And it just speaks to how sincere he is about this cause and he's a big believer in the fact that concerts and live music themselves can change someone and that's why he thinks that something like vets aid should exist not only for the money that it can raise for uh all of the the veterans uh uh organizations that right. that, that that are under this umbrella but also because he believes that the veterans that come to that show have the opportunity to kind of get a release to to leave feeling good, to interact with other veterans, to interact with other people at the show under that common bond of music and go home with a smile on their face and and kind of help with that headspace mm -hmm. issue that might be there for some veterans. And of course, we're speaking about Vets Aid with Jared Watson and Phil Briggs from ConnectingVets.com, uh, an event put on by Joe Walsh for who those who don't know is a gold star child, lost his father yep. in an airplane crash uh, decades ago when he was just a few years old. Uh, I believe it was in uh, to the tail end of World War II or post-World War II era. It was in the mm -hmm. 1940s, shortly after he was born. You can find out more about that by visiting ConnectingVets.com, of course. And uh, he put on this event because he is heavily involved with the veteran community and wants to continue helping out now let's talk about the event itself okay the the meat and potatoes of the issue is the fact that you had four amazing performers mm. performing there and you know we we kind of talked offline a little bit about this where right. you go to a festival or a show like this a promo show and you expect oh somebody's going to come out play their two or three biggest hits get off the stage next guy comes on is is that what happened out there Shh. Couldn't be no. more the opposite. <laughs> Literally, the only the only downside, and to a music fan, it's not even a downside, but the only downside was every single artist, all four of them, played an entire hour just about, wow. and they crushed it. I mean, it was like you couldn't leave early because just when you thought this, you're like, oh, okay, well, his set's going to be short. Uh-uh. Everybody stepped up and gave you 40-plus minutes. Um, I'll start real quick with just uh, describing Gary Clark's set. Gary Clark, for those that don't know, is basically like Hendrix, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah, yeah. Um, that all, level. Yeah. All woven into one guy. And when you, again, when we were sitting next to each other thinking about getting a beer, he'd go into some solo or some something, and it was just mind-blowing the level of effort he was I, putting I into the show. I have somebody play like that since, I mean... I remember seeing Kenny Wayne Shepherd band open up for, oh, for yeah, Leonard Skinner a long time yeah. ago, and Kenny Wayne Shepherd was one that can just riff, and just jam suck you in with how incredible in. his guitar playing was. Yeah. Just and and Gary Clark just, I mean, did that and more. I, I'm pretty sure I heard a Hendrix cover in there. Yeah, I heard uh, the one song that he's got that is either the Jim Beam commercial or the Jack Daniels commercial. I, I forget which one it is, but right. but but you've recognized his, you've heard his music if you've seen some of these even TV if you don't know. But if you can just imagine Jimi Hendrix 
reincarnated on stage. That's what the first hour was. And then followed with Keith Urban. Your thoughts on Keith Urban? Yeah, Keith uh, did exactly what I expected. I mean, all the girls there were, were standing <laughs> out dancing as soon as Keith came out screaming. He's a beautiful um, man. A lot of people tell me I, was, I remind them of Keith he, Urban. He liked to have fun with the crowd. There was some interaction, some back and forth with uh, uh, with with different parts of the music as well as uh, calling up a... Um, uh, a Navy SEAL on stage. Oh yeah, and 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 had that moment, and then went into the song that he wrote for the movie Act of Valor, right? Which was the movie that starred SEALs essentially, exactly. and told uh, kind of a, a mission centric story, which kind of showed a little bit of what SEALs are all about. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't the big Hollywood production that say Zero Dark Thirty was. It was actual SEALs showing the kind of stuff that they would do. Basically. And so that was a really yeah. really touching moment. And I'm not I gonna lie, with- I may have teared up a little bit. <laughs> Not and can I get on like how they found that guy or whatever? I guess. Oh, with the was, sign. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. His kid was holding this sign, and it had like lights or something on the sign, huh. and it said, "Do you want to meet a real Navy SEAL?" And so Keith, just at the at the end of one of his songs or whatever, stops down and he goes, "What's that sign right there?" And he walks over there, and you can see him peeking. That out into impression the crowd. was amazing, Phil. Have you ever thought about going to Australia and becoming a voiceover artist? Right, over mate. There? Get up here. Are you a SEAL? Get up here. No, but. <laughs> It's like Paul Hogan is right in studio with us. Not it's not at all like Keith it's Urban. Not is right. this at all. <laughs> so the guy comes up though, and they had this you know real quick ad hoc conversation, totally spontaneous. Says something about like, and it's not just me. I don't just do this for me. I do it for my brother there, my brother in law. Kind of points to his family, and he's like, and every one of my brothers out there in the crowd. Mm. And you're like, whoa, that was just. He's so well spoken. Great sound clip right there. Seal walks off stage. Keith goes into describing how he wrote the song for the movie, and it describes the act of a seal who basically uh, a grenade is thrown Jumped into their the area. Yeah. He jumps on it, giving his own life. And so Keith Urban says the the mindset or the story behind this song is he's writing it from the perspective of that seal explaining why he did what he did on his way into heaven. Yeah. Uh, That's pretty deep stuff. It really was cool because I'd never heard that description. I'd never heard that song explained. And then he's playing it acoustically and it's just, you know, the emotions you just really feel right right there. And then, and then he goes into ripping it again, like a la Gary Clark, Keith Urban, hell of a guitarist. Yeah. I mean, he picked the pace yeah, up after I, that, I, and just—I don't want to say that I was surprised, shredded. but I was a little bit surprised. They, he can—he can play. Yeah, he's not just a pretty guy, man. He—I mean, he don't get killed it. He's a very pretty guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. I saw the the, te- the well, tweets Phil and stuff you guys so, were sending out last night. I shook his hand. Phil felt so insecure about it that he was asking people who was better looking and showing a picture of Keith Urban or or himself. Oh, wow. And, That's a, and yeah. of course, many there were some really good liars out there yeah. that, that made Phil feel better. Phil, I don't know if you're winning that competition with me, let alone with Keith oh, Urban. So, That's the problem. Well, I don't think anyone's so winning that Keith Urban uh, performs, and then the Zach Brown Band, who oh. we know have been huge with the veteran community already and yes. just built upon that at Vets Aid. Yeah, but never my thing. Uh, You've never seen it, right? I, I, I've, I've, I, I, I love country music. I haven't listened to a lot of new country. I've kind of backed away from it a little bit, but I, I will now own 
the Zach Brown Band catalog as of, I don't know, this afternoon, as soon as I start my Apple. Jared, music. for people who don't know, he's more of a Michael Bolton type of guy. <laughs> yeah, it really like, celebrates uh, the, that whole late 80s uh, R&B thing that was going on. Well, I, I, I will say this. It's, it was <laughs> insane how... It was just, it was explosive. It was a pleasure to turn around and watch the look on your face a couple different times. I was like, what is because this? Because you just said explosive. And, you know, I think everybody that knows country music knows how the Zach Brown band jams. I mean, they're, you know, they're heavy. They're almost uh, like a metal band at, at, you know, at times. But to see you so surprised that this country band was going to come out and rock, and to that they did—they broke out their covers, you know, because Zach Brown right. loves doing some so covers. So much fun. Uh, Zeppelin, he did Cashmere. Dun 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 dun. Oh wow. Dun 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 dun. We know how the song goes, Phil. Thank you, though. Uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't no, hold wait. it. I was waiting for you guys to cut me off. Plant um, and Page, you two are... Why would we cut you off when we could let you embarrass yourself like that? Right? <laughs> Keep going. Right, there you go. He did Cashmere. He did... Um, Devil Went Down to Georgia. And that's the one where I literally looked and your jaw was dropping because you're like, okay, I get it. Country band gonna do a little Charlie Daniels cover. Hell yeah. You know, keep it real. Right. No. It was like everything in my in my... In my eyes sped up, like everything was moving fast, but everything around me slowed down. His, yeah. yeah, his was, version of that is insane. Is like riding a thousand-pound freight train going a hundred miles an hour. I mean, the thing is, they hit it so hard, so fast. They end the song like three times, and we all know the famous part about that song is the fiddle player just going off. You know, the guy, his fiddle player, is like. Inhuman. It's got like he robot plays arms so and hands. I don't know fast. Yeah. And then you hear the bass jamming and the big drop D chords, right. and it sounds like Metallica's backing up Charlie Daniels at one <laughs> point. And they're just going and going and going and going and going and going. And just when you think it's going to stop, you know, Zach Brown's like, hey, let's do that one again. And then he just <laughs> nails it again, and they end the song a second time, and you're right. just going, whoa. And then the cover that I didn't see coming, but um, apparently he's done this before. So I thought this might have been unique for just last night. But uh, Rico Suave by Gerardo? Yes. He wow. did Tupac. No. Um, he Why did. are you a moment ruiner? <laughs> that was my guess. I'm allowed to take a guest. I'm the Rico's, host of the show. Rico Suave. Arriba. Arardo. Gerardo. Yeah, he's still around. Rico. Not in music. He's tracks. doing stuff. Yeah. Uh, yes, we got off tracks. Uh, the cover that I was most impressed with that he has done in the past, but he really did it phenomenally last night for the vets, and it was Bohemian Rhapsody Queen. Oh. And, uh, you know, they every little part of it was covered perfectly with the heavy punchy Zach Brown twist. I mean, the melodies, I'm just a poor boy, nobody loves me. And then the big bassy, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> how does that go again, Phil? Is what, this uh, is Phil angry that he can't play the clips yeah. of, the, of the music. <laughs> I know, I can't play the damn clips. I can't uh, use we, the music. We know who Freddie Mercury is. We know, everybody like knows how the song goes. It's like bringing these people to the show, whoever's listening. Yeah. Is well, that realistic? The, I mean, it is. Very between, authentic between the uh, Between that dead-on Australian accent... <laughs> Or or were you trying to in do... In the past 10 minutes, everyone who's been listening has gotten to meet Keith Urban and see Zach Brown Band play Bohemian Rhapsody. A lot of people don't realize all through it. Vo- Phil's voice. But Keith Urban actually sounds like Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. <laughs> Phil just brought you there and let you know that in reality, when he's off stage, he sounds like a, a cockney chimney sweep and not an Australian 
country star. So you have these these three perform, and then of course uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the one behind the event, Joe Walsh of the Eagles. He's he's known for being an amazing right. performer. Joe gets on, closes out the show, and uh, your overall opinions of the oh, event. Though. Real quick, can we, Joe, can we say one more thing before Joe comes on? Remember how he came on stage? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So Super funny cool. story that we we knew we didn't well, we didn't we kind of knew parts of the story and then we learned a new part of the story, correct? Right, right, right. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So when we talked to Joe, we'd said, Was there a veteran that had made a big significant impact on your life? Was there a veteran whose story you carry with you? And he really said Phil like, Briggs. And he's like Phil Briggs. <laughs> A Navy photographer, photojournalist, never but saw it, In reality, it was someone even better known than Phil Briggs. That had no, which end of the gun to even <laughs> to load? Um, no. Um, you don't even load guns, I know. Shut up. Go ahead. Here's what I'm getting at. Uh, he How's told Bohemian us, Rhapsody go again? Anyway, <laughs> the wind blows. So he said that a very well-known veteran is no, someone who He said who the had, veteran whose life story has stuck with him and inspired him is Congressman... Tammy Duckworth, no. now Senator Tammy Duckworth. Right. And he explains and tells the story about her Black Hawk helicopter going down and how, you know, she's working to, you know, save her crew and 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 just with such valor goes through this horrific accident that takes her legs and makes that sacrifice for us. So he said that at one point she was running for office and asked him to get involved. And he did gladly, willingly, loved her, loved her cause, loved the vets. She found out that he's a gold star kid, so she like really right. had just a great friendship there. So getting to the show last night, just before Joe goes on, the lights come up on stage, and then boom, here comes Senator Tammy Duckworth wheeling out right there center stage and to she, bring on Joe. She comes out and tells this story of how she met Joe, and we're like, oh, we huh. kind of know this story. But what we don't realize is that just on a whim, because of the humorous situation that she thought this would create, she was running against a guy named Joe Walsh. Different Joe seat. Walsh. Yeah, first time Correct. running for office, first time <laughs> running for Congress, and so her she, opponent is Joe Walsh. She thought it would be great if she could just, I'll shoot the Joe Walsh <laughs> an email and see if he wants to come on board with us. Oh, wow. And <laughs> she got a response. And he was like, and yeah. And he was there. <laughs> like, oh. This Joe Walsh, I've got the real Joe Walsh. Vote Tammy Duckworth. Like that's yeah. that's how yeah. that's how it went. I guess we oh. got to get our hands on that campaign ad because that had oh. to be so yeah. cool. And I, I bet that other Joe Walsh is no longer a Joe <laughs> Walsh fan if he ever was. <laughs> he he uses his middle name initial yeah. now and everything. Like, I don't want I don't want any connection. Hey, are you related to? Nope. No, I'm not. Is that in the fact, Eagles you're playing, man? Turn yeah. that crap off. That guy cost me Speaking of Michael Bolton, it's like that, that oh, office, an office space. space. Yeah. <laughs> celebrate his entire catalog. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it sounds like really an eventful and a fascinating night out there, and one that was for a great cause to raise money for veterans. Overall impressions of the event and of uh, you know getting to interact with those uh, those musicians that you may have listened to before but never really seen up close and personal like this. It'll it'll happen again. Oh yeah, I, it'll happen again. Uh, between between the ticket sales and the and the the shirts, which were another big uh, revenue driving piece of this, uh, the 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 organizations that are involved that are getting this money, uh, you can tell that it, it was successful. Yeah, I mean it just was. Everyone was there for the right reasons. The atmosphere was great. 
everyone felt like your brother or your sister. You can spark a conversation with anyone, and that included the artists. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he said both in the podcast that we have with our interview with him from a few weeks ago. Which you can find on ConnectingVets.com. Both in that interview and in some of the clips that we'll have on the website. I think when you're done with your piece, Jared. Yeah, um, I'm going to chop up some of the interview of Joe Walsh. We'll get that up. Uh, he, well, says, he says in those pieces uh, a couple times that he wants us to be like Farm Aid. And mm. he actually played Farm Aid back in the 80s. So he knows well of the behemoth that Willie Nelson and John Mellencamp built, uh, you know, raising funds for over what the first one was in the 80s and they still do it today. So that's, yeah. what's that, like 20 years now they've, they've been doing 30, Farm Aid? Um, 30 plus wants, years, I believe. He wants this to be the same thing, cut from the same kind of template. And I think we're looking at witnessing last or the I mean, other night. There's the no first reason why many. it wouldn't be. Mm. Yeah. Because it's funny. There are times when stuff like this happens where you think to yourself, why has this not always been a thing? Yeah. Right. And that thought in itself tells me that it's going to be successful. Maybe he could get another band that played at Farm Aid to reunite in their original form, that being Guns N' Roses, who we learned recently yeah, played we Farm Aid. joked about this, actually, <laughs> yeah. but a lot of us in the press pool joked about it and said, yeah, Guns N' Roses back then, but Guns N' Roses today. Yeah, no, th- we need to get Slash and Axel and all the real Guns N' Roses guys back together. If that happens, uh, we'll have to wait and see. But if there's another Vets aid, I can tell you that ConnectingVets.com is going to cover that, just like we did at this one. Phil, Jared, thank you so much for the work that you do, and thanks for coming in. Yeah, we look forward to uh, doing it again, and as always, bringing you the curious, the interesting, and the stories that revolve around uh, rock and beer gardens. Uh, you'll have uh, all these stories up at ConnectingVets.com. You got any other songs you want to sing? Or no, no, Don't even any answer the question. Kill the mic. Kill his microphone. Cut it right now. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.